you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're live in New York City. It's Thursday, October 20th. My name is Jamie Erdahl. That's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and a Super Bowl champion to my left, Jason McCourty. No, we are not hanging out at Prince's house, although we may want to. You may notice the NFL Network talent will be wearing purple all day, as it is Spirit Day. By pledging to go purple today, all of us are demonstrating solidarity with the LGBTQ plus community while taking a stand against bullying. For more information about Spirit Day and to find out more about how you can show your support, please go to glad, G-L-A-A-D dot org slash Spirit Day. It's awesome. You guys all look great in your purple. Represent and trying to. We're going to have one of the executives from Glad on later to chat about the reason and the purpose and how people can help. So it'll feel good. It's a great cause. It is a great look for the set for Mm -hmm. all of us. Uh, And in football sense, it kind of feels like Vikings colors too, which works. The Vikings haven't held it. Twist my arm. Right, Jamie? All right, time for the lead block. Lead block. All right, speaking of the Vikings, in Minnesota holds our own NFL Network insider, Tom Pelissero, but he's not talking about the Vikings today. The Saints taking on the Cardinals tonight on Thursday Night Football, which you can watch on Prime Video, plus it's available on NFL+. Plus. Tom, let's start with the Saints. The quarterback, is it Andy Dalton? Is it Jameis Winston? Is it Taysom Hill? Who is going to be under center tonight? Well, Jamie, Saints coach Dennis Allen has declined to reveal who his starting quarterback will be against the Cardinals tonight. However, from my understanding, all signs are pointing toward Andy Dalton being in the lineup once again. Jameis Winston still has not had a full day of practice since he suffered the back and ankle injuries way back in week two. Of course, the Saints have played better with Dalton under center, so certainly would make sense 
for him to get another start tonight. Still going to be shorthanded at wide receiver. No Michael Thomas, no Jarvis Landry, but Chris Olave, the rookie who's been a standout so far this season, not even listed on the injury report as he comes back from a concussion. He should be good to go. DeAndre Hopkins for the Cardinals, back from his six-game suspension tonight. I asked someone in the know, how much is Hopkins going to play, given that he's barely had any practice here? The response I got was, all of it. In other words, this is going to be DeAndre Hopkins' full go out of the gate. And the Cardinals may get a little bit of help, too. Robbie Anderson, who was just acquired a couple of days ago from the Panthers in a trade, I am told he is expected to get limited snaps in his Arizona debut. Jamie? Oh, that's interesting. Good to know, Tom. Uh, On all fronts, we'll talk to you in a little bit of the show uh, when we're looking ahead further to this game. But Saints-Cardinals, that is what's on tap tonight. Two wounded teams desperate for success. What are we watching for tonight, Kyle? Well, we're watching for stars in a game like this, right? We like the stars on the Mm -hmm. Thursday night football. And for the New Orleans Saints, I just want you to come on a journey with me. For the the 2022 Saints, I'm going to bring up Touchdown scored by the 2022 Saints. Look in the upper left-hand corner, okay? Taysom Hill, five. Really unique player. Michael Thomas been hurt, three. Chris Olave, two. Mark Ingram back with the Saints. Latavius Murray comes up for the practice squad. He is currently a Bronco. He has one. Upper right corner. Traquan, Marcus Calloway, Adam Troutman. Undrafted rookie Rashid Shaheed. What does that say in the bottom right? That is a zero. Yeah. Zero next to Alvin Kamara. I said stars. This is supposed to be their superstar. He has zero rushing. He has zero receiving. Guys, if my memory serves, Alvin Kamara had six touchdowns in one game. He has zero touchdowns on the season. Um, If you Google Alvin Kamara, there's a whole myriad of headlines that come up. One is says, is Alvin Kamara a viable starter in fantasy? Alvin Kamara injured, question mark? Alvin Kamara civil suit filed, all kinds of stuff. It has been a really bad offseason and a really unproductive season for a guy who's supposed to be one of the most electric, slipperiest players in all of football, a magnet to the end zone. Zero, zero touchdowns. Alvin, I know you got a lot going on in your life and your career and your body and everything like that. Uh, it's time to get this thing going because if the Saints are going to go anywhere, number 41 has to carry them. Let's have a night tonight if you're a Saints fan. Let's get in the end zone, Peter, once. Yeah, and I think if you're a Cardinals fan, you're saying, can, can, can we get something going? If you're a Cardinals fan, you're a season ticket holder. Do you know you haven't seen your Cardinals win in that building since October 24th of last year? Oh, that's crazy. Nearly a calendar year. Look how hmm. ghastly that is. Was that on the 7 0 start? That was the 7 0 start. They beat the Texans 31 5 on October 24th. They haven't won since. They got to 7 0 and haven't won home since. Wow. And lost to the Packers on that Thursday yeah, night game, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it has been just a downhill. That's a wild bullshit. Those are all teams that. <laughs> the Packers, a two game losing streak, and that's been this season. Like, eight game losing streak. And then they start all of these games terribly. Like, I. I think there's a lot of talent coming into this game with DeAndre getting back because now you can get Kyler in his comfort zone. But have you seen how many points they've scored in the first quarter this Talk season? Talk about They scored it. a field goal last week against the Seahawks to start the game. It felt like, like 30. That was it. That was it. Three points all season in the first quarter. Look at their, the rest of their – the Seahawks have 44. So w- there's clearly something here. We don't win at home and we start terribly. Oh okay, that seems like we can remedy that maybe tonight. Get out early, get a touchdown, put a field goal through the goalpost, 
Get a nice 10-0 cushion, and you don't have to live this way. Those Cardinals fans are diehards. They have seen a lot of bad football over the last 30 years. They've also seen a lot of good football. Hell yeah, they have. They shouldn't have to suffer through loss after loss after loss, and they shouldn't have to wait to the fourth quarter for Kyler to pull some rabbit out of his hat. Mm -hmm. Hey, Arizona, if you're watching, what I'm looking for, a fast start and maybe a victory at home. Mm. Maybe. Jay, when you see that, that they never score in the first quarter, like they just don't, what do you— Coach, quarterback, what is it? What is that? It's odd because I feel like from a defensive standpoint, our biggest fear would be going into a game is how a team starts. Their first 15 plays is usually scripted. They go, and when they can stay on pace, it's good. So you look at that, and it's just, all right, they're a sluggish team coming out. So as a defense, it's just like – we got to keep our, we got to keep our foot on the gas. So mm-hmm. we want to come out, start fast, maybe blitz, get a mm-hmm. turnover, and mm-hmm. make sure we kind of keep them in the dumps where they are. Because mm-hmm. as soon as you give them a little life, a little belief, it's just like, all right, now we can turn. Who do the you time. blame? Who do you blame? Like if you're if you're a fan, you're like, why don't we score in the first quarter? Ever. That's a real thing. Like. I mean, as a as a player, I always blame coaches. Yeah, I just, that's fair. I just, I, just, I just like to blame coaches. I don't, don't want to. But what it comes take. down to because I can say from the outside, oh yeah, it's coaching. Cliff Kingsbury isn't coming up with a plan that works. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, players enter the field and you have to execute. There is no secret play that annexation of Puerto Rico. There is yeah, nothing like that that's going to work. So now when you get out there, it comes to Kyler and the rest of those guys on offense to execute, mm-hmm. do what we're coach should do, and be able to make plays. And for me, you talk about making plays on the other side. We talk about Thursday night superstars. It's the quarterback position. For the Saints, don't know if Jameis Winston's going to play. Doesn't look like Dennis it. Dennis Allen says a game-time decision. Andy Dalton hurt his back last week versus the Bengals. Enter the chat. Taysom Hill. Let's go. Come on Put it up there. Five touchdowns. I know the quarterback experience, full-time experience, didn't really work out for Taysom Hill, but he's found his niche. He comes in and he makes plays, whether it's ripping off a 60-yard run to score a touchdown, making a play on special teams, whatever it is, he finds a way to get it done for these Saints. And these Thursday night games, they haven't been the most enjoyable or electrifying to watch. So I want to see some Taysom Hill tonight. I want to see him go out there and make a play, run somebody over, rip off a long run, throw a touchdown pass, have a night, make some plays for everybody to jump off the couch and get excited. He really does everything. He That block he threw at the end of a game to seal a win a couple weeks ago, Taysom Hill, is it's electric. His certain plays just pop off the screen to you. And I would put Kyler Murray in that category when he's at his best. He is electric. Sure. Have we seen him at his best? I'm not sure. But the the fluctuation of the wide receiver position for the Arizona Cardinals is really challenging. If I were Kyler, Kyler Murray, I would be really frustrated by this. Uh, it was announced this week that um, Marquise Hollywood Brown would be out for a month. Robbie Anderson has the most receiving yards in this room now, and he's been there like 72 hours. Uh, Rondell Moore, A.J. Green, I mean... Get and now back. we're getting DeAndre Hopkins back, but he hasn't practiced. And he had, you know, he missed the last four games of last season. And it's just the team chemistry and how they can uh, respond and bring Robbie Anderson in quickly is going to be really interesting to me. The lasting image for me is Robbie Anderson's behavior on the sideline sure. last weekend. Uh, Cardinal or um, Panthers great. Jonathan Stewart was on a podcast a couple days ago, and he said, um, you know, you should check your temper tantrum. And then Robbie Anderson responded to that. And it's just like, Robbie Anderson, like, you have to respond by playing. And I know your receiving yards is up there, but, like, be a person that is a highly touted target on a team that has a potential to be on the up and up for the rest of the season. You have a potential to go into this room that badly needs a great pass catcher. 
and make a name for yourself. And frankly, spin the narrative a little bit on what people are thinking about you right now. No doubt. And, and I think one of the things Peter hit on a lot last year was when DeAndre was off the field, Kyler turned into a different quarterback, and it all just fell, fell apart. And he hasn't been the same since. It has yeah. But now he's back. And I would just say this. We like to pull from the world of professional wrestling sometime. I look at those two records. I see two and four versus two and four. This is a loser leaves town match. Yeah. Meaning... Two and five. See you later. Like, we're not going to talk about you. You're not. Re- Three and four. All right. We can get this thing back together. Maybe you join the party. Loser leaves town. You lose this one on Thursday night to get to two and five. It, we'll, we'll, start, we'll start talking about you around the draft. And in divisions that, like, three and five could play. Yeah. Or three and four could play. I know? don't mind it. So, I don't mind it at all. I like it better than two and five. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, Thursday you know, night football. We got to come next week. It's Ravens versus Bucks with Brady yeah. and Lamar. But, yeah. guys, just hang tight. Let's we got go. one more. Let's go. We got one more here. Hang Let's go. Go. I got my Prime subscriptions. Yeah, hang tight. Coming up, the 50th anniversary of the undefeated 1972 Dolphins team will be celebrated by Kyle and in Miami this weekend. Yeah. We're honoring their legacy with some mixed bag trivia next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair? Or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Very cool weekend for the NFL because it is the celebration of the 50th anniversary of the 72 Dolphins. We've got Shula. We've got Greasy. We've got Morale. We've got all of them. Jake Scott, Ben Akati. We We love it and we love it here. On Good Morning Football. It's memories, but it's also spinning it forward. The Dolphins mm-hmm. play the Steelers on Sunday night. Some of the living members of the team will be in attendance, and okay. they will be honored on Sunday. 
Jason, are you ready for some questions Probably involving not. the 1972 <laughs> Dolphins? Probably not. Probably not? <laughs> Let's, Let's get into it. <laughs> Jason, the 70s had some legendary defenses. The Purple People Eaters, the Orange Crush, the Steel Curtain. Yeah. The 72 Dolphins defense was known as the Flying Fish defense, the Sunshine Boys, the Miami Sack Machine. <laughs> The no-name defense. <laughs> the Sunshine Boys just sounds awesome. That should have been like a boy band <laughs> back awesome. in the day, like yeah, yeah. just rocking down on South yes. Beach. The sack machine, like anything that has a machine in it just <laughs> sounds intimidating. But I am going with D, the no-name defense. That's what I'm going with for the 72 Dolphins. Tell me I'm right. The correct answer is D, the no-name defense. They had one Hall of Famer, Nick Bonacati. Other names included Manny Fernandez, number 75, Bill Stanfill, along with safeties Dick Anderson, and number 15, Jake Scott. Back on the juice. Guys, back on the juice. That was a big play right there in that game. Week five, I want to say. I know my 72 Dolphins. I love the 72 Dolphins. That was week five against Buffalo. They won by one point, 24-23. Anyway. That defense in the playoffs, in the playoffs, that defense, the no-name defense, 14-17, and then the Super Bowl, 7. That's all they gave up. One of the best defenses to ever take the field, and man, do we love seeing it and that music. Go! Go! Remember, this was a terrible team until Shula got there, and in mm-hmm. his third year, mm-hmm. they go undefeated. Mm-hmm. And defense was what led the way. The no-name defense. Jason, great job. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I would have absolutely been suckered into the Sunshine Boys. Sunshine Boys I is good. I absolutely would have been convinced just <laughs> yeah. by the name alone. I thought Miami's sack machine, but that would be Miami's sound machine was in the 80s, so like, no, no, that wasn't. But maybe Gloria took it from No, yeah, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Gloria made all her stuff up by herself. Kung <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, are you ready? No. Okay, don't have to be. 72 (laughs) Dolphins. They were the first team in NFL history to have two different 1,000-yard running backs. Mercury Morris and Larry Zonka did the job. No. There have been four other teams in NFL history to have two different 1,000-yard running backs. Duos. Pretty cool. The most recent running back duo to each eclipse 1,000 yards was Warwick Dunn and TJ Duckett. Brandon Jacobs and Derek Ward, Deuce Staley and Brian Westbrook, or D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart? This is a great trivia question. Okay. I, I love wanna, this I wanna, one. I really the most stay recent. I'm going to stay my lane and hang with C and D just because. Okay. I don't know if Duckett got a thousand either. I, I think your instinct might be right. Okay. I'm, I'm going to. Sure. The music, the bass, snare drum. I baiting me with like, oh, she's going to go with the most recent one, the one, the name, the most recognizable recent names. I'm going to go C. I'm okay. going to go Brian Westbrook and Deuce Staley. Okay. Love Deuce. Love we Deuce. love Westbrook. Westbrook, a great dude. On the show yeah. a bunch. Yeah. But the correct answer is oh. D. D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart. The year was 2009. You referenced Jonathan Stewart in the first block of the show, Jamie. My ears should have been burning. D'Angelo. Yeah. own ears. D'Angelo went for 1,117. It was his second straight season with over 1,000 yards, while Jonathan Stewart went for a career high 1,133 yards. Mm-hmm. That was in 2009. Guys, crazy. Brandon Jacobs and Derek Ward did do it. They went for 1,000 rushing yards each wow. in 08. A year before, like, this was the thing, I guess. What? Here is the complete list in NFL history of running back duos to put over 1,000 yards. How about that 85 Browns team? Mack and Biner. I love that. Um, And then, of course, in 76, Franco and Rocky. Love Wire. Very small group. And 
the NFL today with the passing yards. I don't know if we ever yeah, see it again. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I know there's a lot of run. Pa- yeah. And look, there's it, been. It would have to be some crazy Shanahan team or something, know. you know, but even them. They- it's actually interesting because I did all the, the research on this. Lamar and Mark Ingram did it, but that's a quarterback and a running back. Ooh, they did it. And then Michael Vick and Warwick Dunn did it. Quarterback, running back. Wow. Ah, running back duos. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I liked on my Bradshaw on that Giants team. I guess he wasn't a part of that. that but it's nice. Earth, uh, wind, and fire. Earth, wind, and fire. Yeah. yeah. D'Angelo uh, Williams, huge fan of the show. He loves nice our to, show. Nice to he, shout him out. Thank you, D'Angelo. Jonathan Stewart. Come back on. And D'Angelo, yeah. our friend. Um, all right, Kyle, are you ready for Peter, you know what? I am ready. Back. I am ready. Right. Let's okay. go. Let's yeah. go. Miami has been a hotbed for movies, okay? And it's since 1972 we've seen Scarface, mm. we've seen The Birdcage. Azaria. And of course we have seen Hank Azaria. Come on, We Gloria. have seen Any Given Sunday. Yeah, I don't really like that movie that much. Really? Oh, that is an argument for us. I, don't, I hate that they don't, and they don't have the NFL branding. It's the Sharks. It's all that nonsense. Which leads to our oh, question. Yeah. In the film Any Given Sunday. My name is Willie. Which former NFL legend was cast as the head coach of the Sharks' rival, San Francisco Knights. So which NFL legend was the coach of the Knights? The red uniform, T.O., wearing number 82. Butkus, Unitas, Zonka, Namath. And thank you, producers. This music is just awesome. In 2002, I took an acting class in Los Angeles. And uh, there was a kid in my acting class, and he said his name was Unitas. I was like, oh, really? Like John Unitas? He goes, yeah, that's my dad. And I was like, oh, really? That's incredible. And he's like, I was just in this movie called uh, Any Given Sunday. I'm one of the assistant coaches on the sideline. I was like, that's amazing. My dad works in advertising. (laughs) My dad's name is Bob. I don't know if if this is going to work here in Los Angeles. So I, uh, unless we're talking about a different scene or a different team, I, I believe the answer is B, Johnny Unitas. It's incredible. It's correct. It's yeah. Johnny Unitas. Story. That story's amazing. Yeah. Unitas was one of many NFL legends who made appearances in the movie. If you remember, we had Jim Brown. You had Lawrence Taylor. You had Emmett. You, you had Buckus, who was the coach of the California Crusaders, but not San Francisco. California Crusaders, that team didn't even have numbers on the front, just nope. the cross. It was the I cross. I can't with that movie. The aesthetics are so bad, dude. Can you, okay, so you love this movie. You didn't, I don't, I, do you I, I, I don't you, really like it. Do you know it well? Okay, so when Willie Beeman, here's the other trivia question I was going to do. When Willie Beeman ends up going to the expansion team with Coach D'Amato, do you remember what city that team was from? I I don't know the movie that well. I would say I would it's Charlotte. Francisco, but, uh, Albuquerque. Oh, <laughs> I was going to go that see, one. Everything about that movie is stupid. You, Unitas' his kid. Did he have the chops? What? Did Unitas' kid have some chops to him? Y- yeah, I, I think he, my favorite football was in his future, just okay. like it was in mine. Okay, yeah. good. All right. <laughs> All right. Neither one of us brought home the, uh, the BAFTA. I love the BAFTA. All right. <laughs> there is something called the Ukrainian League of American Football. They love football, and I'm talking about ours. 11 on 11, full pads, full uniforms, same position, same rules, same everything. They got teams called the Patriots, teams called the Lumberjacks, and they love it. And NFL 360, and since myself, have been in touch with some of the players, some of the best players in the league who lived football, had these beautiful families, loved their teams, loved going out for beers afterwards, just like we would here. The invasion happened took off their pads and they put on their camo and they took their families to safety and they went right to the front lines. And I have been in touch with these people for months, these amazing gentlemen who love football and are now defending their country. That was back in September. Uh, we did that right here on the show at the table. And since then, uh, the four of us have gone on to talk about uh, the Eagles and the Bills and the Chiefs and the 
Gentlemen that I've been in touch with through NFL 360 in Ukraine have continued to fight the war against Russia. Well, we ran that piece back in September, and all the guys that I've been in touch with and sending videos back and forth, uh, they saw it, they really enjoyed it, and they sent us this picture, guys. They sent this to Good Morning Football. Uh, those are our guys right there. That is uh, Yuri on the bottom right. That is Roman uh, kind of center with the uh, rifle across his chest, and that is from the front lines of the Russian invasion on Ukraine. But they were really, really pleased, and we were able to bring them some smiles as we have many times throughout this. Uh, unfortunately, today is not one of those moments um, because when we started this project and we we're starting to talk with real active soldiers who love football in Ukraine, we knew that it was uh, possible, uh, likely, or even inevitable that we would lose one. And I'm so sorry to say that we have. Uh, Danilo Bogoslavsky is one of the guys that I have uh, spent months sending videos with back and forth, someone who uh, consumes our show, loves American football. And Danilo was killed uh, a few days ago in combat. And um, it's a terrible, terrible thing, uh, even more so because Danilo's brother, Roman is also one of the guys, and uh, they were both serving together. And when I talk to these gentlemen now for six, seven months, their bottom line is always, we, we don't want anyone to forget about us. We want to make sure what we're doing is not forgotten or swept aside. So I think it's very important uh, on this day that we remember who Danilo was and what he stood for. Um, Danilo loved football. He was a fullback in the Ukrainian League for American Football, and fullback suited his personality. All business, very tough, right to the point. His brother, Roman, uh, was the running back. And they won a championship together as brothers, which, Jason, I know is something that you could relate to and is unbelievably cool. Like everybody else in that country, Danilo's life changed in February when Russia invaded Ukraine. And like all his brothers and teammates, he volunteered for the military immediately after the invasion, as all these guys did. He and Roman deliberately chose not to serve side by side because they were aware of the uh, emotional connection between the two of them. And they were also very aware of their duty and their obligation. And they thought that the two might conflict. Um, a little bit about Danilo's service. He was first stationed close to the border near Belarus. Then over the summer, as fighting escalated, he was sent south uh, in southern Ukraine to the pivotal city of Kherson uh, to free occupied territory. I want to think about that for a second, what exactly that means. This is part of his own country that Russian forces had taken for themselves, and his job was to go and get them out with force. And this past weekend, about three days ago, it's something that we as um, Americans mostly can only identify with through our movies, which is Danilo was taking fire from a tank a bleeping Russian tank. And he left cover to help a wounded uh, comrade and was killed by the tank and died right there in service trying to help uh, one of his fellow soldiers. And uh, it's awful and it's terrible, but it is fitting in what I have come to know about Danilo. There is a popular Ukrainian expression which translates loosely to who, if not us, service, sacrifice, family aside, country first, and he gave everything. I spent months corresponding with Danilo, with Roman, with his brothers, with, his, uh, with all his comrades, and it's me in between soccer practice and picking up drive-through dinner in my t-shirt, and I'll send them a video. And they send me a video back of them and wreckage with machine guns and fatigued, but 
<clears throat> I have to say it was always amusing that I was trying to find out what they were doing, and somehow they're trying to find out what I'm doing. And I would say, tell me about the war. And they would say, the, the war is terrible. Tell me about the Buccaneers. And it, it was very sweet. And they loved football. So um, finally I asked them, and we have a clip of it here, you love football so much and you won a championship with your brother and you're going through this terrible thing that is so heroic. What would it mean for you, Danilo, to get back to football one day when all of this is over and it looked like this? What would it mean to play football again? Someday, you and Roman for the Lumberjacks out there in the field, scoring touchdowns, making tackles, all the wonderful things that you do. What would that mean for you? I'd love to hear it. Holding football in my hands again means Ukraine won. Everything is okay. I can hug my love. I can hug my parents, see my friends, walk the evening streets of my city. Danilo, wherever you are, we respect you. We love you to uh, your mother, to everyone around you, certainly to Roman. Uh, you will not be forgotten here in the United States, here in the NFL, here around the world. Thank you so much for all that you do. And uh, Danilo, wherever you are, I will say, say what you have said to me so many times, which is stand with Ukraine. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, so the Eagles beat the Cowboys in Week 6, handing Cooper Rush's first loss as a starter. But in Week 7, the Cowboys are getting their quarterback back. Mm -hmm. With more on that, here's Jane Slater. Encouraging news for Cowboy fans as well as Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott himself as head coach Mike McCarthy told us on Wednesday that he has been medically cleared to play. Now, Wednesday, they did have a walkthrough that we weren't privy to here in the media, but it's our understanding that it was a 70-play mock game. And afterwards, he was expected to throw about 40 to 50 footballs to his perimeter players. I did catch up with some of his receivers in the locker room ahead of that, and I said, how does he look? It was Jake Ferguson, the rookie, who said he really has some zip on that football. And it's incredible because when he had his own thumb injury, 
he couldn't even grip a coffee cup. When I talked to Noah Brown, one of his receivers, as well as Simi Fioco, they echoed those sentiments. The goal is today for him to have another big practice. And if all things go well, we can expect to see Dak Prescott back under center and leading the huddle on Sunday when the Cowboys host the 1-4 Lions at AT AT&T Stadium. Jane, it's so lovely to see Jane Slater again. Um, the Lions are coming off a bye, losers of their last three games. Dak may be rusty, but the Lions are certainly struggling on defense, which you think would be good for a quarterback coming back from six-week absence due to a surgery he had in his thumb. Jane Slater, by the way, has a new podcast out. It's an all-women's okay. talk podcast yeah. about the Dallas Cowboys. Sweet. Oh, I know. I know. It's kind of cool. What is, what, what is, do we know what it's called? It's um, Girls Talk Talk Boys. boys? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Girls Slater. Talk boys. I mean, that's yeah. that's everything. you got to yeah. have the name. It looks yeah. really great. Oh, that's perfect. Cool. Oh, okay. um, so let's stick with the Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott coming back. Big week. This is an interesting way to look at Dak because you want the expectation on him, but I think the problem here is that you for a full season expectation, mm-hmm. but this is just one game and it's been a while. The grip strength hasn't been there, hasn't been to spin the ball quite the way Jerry Jones wants him to. Um, so you have to really split this down into this weekend. How does he return and make that return as smooth as possible? The, 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 the thing that lingers is what if he comes back and they go revert back to their week one version where they weren't good and the offense was sputtering and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We had this train on the tracks with Cooper Rush and then Dak comes back and we know Dak is objectively a more athletic and more skilled quarterback and objectively the leader of the locker room but we kind of had something going I almost think that the Eagles loss was a good thing in general for the entire situation like I know what you mean that shut the door on the Cooper Rush yeah yeah it's like Dak's our guy um don't do too much don't overdo it this defense is elite they will shut down Jared Goff and the Lions. And I say that, and there's a you know, probably a cold take coming when the Lions put up for 600 yards. But they will. And, like, you don't have to. This is the worst defense in the league. They're sputtering. Dak, go out there. Ease into this thing. Lean on the run game. Get the W. And as we always say on Good Morning Football, the best morning football show you'll ever see. Yep. Stack wins. Stack it's wins. a long season. Stack wins. Doesn't have to be pretty. Don't have to win anyone's fantasy league this week. Go out there. <laughs> Get back in the rhythm. Get back in the flow. Right. No one lo- should ever remember this game at the end of the season. That Lions right. game. We just, never want to go back to. It was unforgettable. You won. It was fine. Yeah. Remember when cares? Dak had to pull it out at the Who very cares? end. Or right. worse off, when Dak was so bad coming back. Against <laughs> a, a defense that it should not, it should not yeah. have been happening that To way. me, this is do less. Yeah. Just get the win and let's keep on going. No doubt about it. The Lions are last on defense when it comes to rushing. So we're going to go in. We're going to give Ezekiel Elliott the ball, Tony Pollard. We're going to run the ball down their throats and pick up yards and win the game that way. The same way they've been winning games since Dak has been out, handing the ball off and letting the running backs do their thing. But at the same time, Dak, just go out there and play your game. You don't have to do anything crazy, hand the ball off. But when your numbers call, make the play necessary. If Dak goes out there and plays his game, they're running the ball, they're running the ball, and they hit on some big play-action passes and he's doing his thing, who knows? He may throw for 300 yards. I'm okay with that. Play your game. Don't do anything crazy. Mm. Like you said, Peter, we don't want to go in, reinvent the wheel. Now, next thing you know, we're throwing 30 passes. But, no, go in there, 15 to 20 passes this game. But who knows? If he lights it up because they're making plays – all the merrier. Do your thing. Play your game. Don't feel like you have to hold back because this is the first game back. Full week of practice. You're healthy. Go out there and play football. I, I accept it. So, stack wins. Don't play your do game. much. But Dak is back. 
and the Dallas Cowboys will light up the sky. Uh, listen, this said in the DNA it's of this Very pragmatic, though. It's pragmatic. It, it sounds great. It's, it's boring, though. Have you ever seen pragmatism from the Dallas Cowboys in their history, Peter? This is not, like, I, I understand the Cooper Rush. We're built on defense in the run game. I've seen a lot of great defensive players over the last 25 years. It's, 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 it's sizzle in the show, baby. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I, you're right. Yeah. They're wrong. But you don't run the business. I know. You don't run the team. I, uh, I th- feel like it might be bombs away. I think it's like we're, we're Dak is back. We will now relaunch the Cowboys Enterprises. Um, Jamie, I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like Mr. Jones has just been waiting six weeks for this, and he wants a 60-burger to put up there, and we'll yeah, sell some merch. We'll kind of see we'll who like, the puppet master is here. Like, That's is right. It, I know. Is it a head coach or is it the owner? Um, we talked about this on Monday a little bit and just what the Cowboys can do if he does indeed return. And I brought up CeeDee Lamb, and I took some heat on social media about this because people were like, Remem-? I, I had numbers about okay. um, Dak Prescott throwing to CeeDee Lamb mm. and the fact that it was, you know, the numbers didn't look great and people were quick to remind me, like, what is she, a fool? Amari Cooper was there last year. No, I get that. But the point is, in the offseason, Amari Cooper goes to Cleveland, and now CeeDee Lamb is the guy. And they've had no time together, Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb, to show us what QB1 to wide receiver 1 looks like. Mm-hmm. And so, moving forward, I know the numbers were skewed because Amari Cooper was there, but this begins the time. You know, let's work on, like, our 0-10, to 0-12, 0-15 yard connections with Amari Cooper and develop this offense. Again, it's not just about this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's about Dak coming back, being healthy, and not bombing away and making sure this offense is rolling in a way that come Thanksgiving and mm. that special Christmas Eve game uh, that we're Against still talking Eagles. about the Cowboys yeah. in a way that we want to be. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.